When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2485, Five Steps to Overcome the Fear of Giving Up Perfectionism by Dr. Margaret Rutherford of drmargaretrutherford.com. And I'm Justin Mollick reading you articles, sometimes book excerpts, always with permission from the authors. With that, let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. Five Steps to Overcome the Fear of Giving Up Perfectionism by Dr. Margaret Rutherford of drmargaretrutherford.com. If you're a perfectionist, it's highly likely that you not only feel overwhelmed by the demands you place on yourself, you can also feel increasingly burdened by the ever higher expectations that others develop for you. You can never, ever allow anyone to see your struggle. Maybe you're the teenage quarterback who has led your team to three state championships and now you're being carefully watched by professional scouts. Or the young mother who's been promoted at your job for your outstanding contributions, but you stay up late into the night to get that very work done. Perhaps you're the attorney who has an almost perfect trial record and now you're attracting more and more difficult, time-consuming cases. The pressure is intense. Yet not meeting these high expectations is something you cannot imagine or you even fear. Years ago, my at the time very perfectionistic self told a therapist, if I don't keep my thumb at my back pushing myself every minute, I'm afraid that I'll become a slug. Your belief is it's the pressure that brings with it success. You don't believe that innately you have what it takes and you fear that others will see your vulnerabilities. Fear is what keeps perfectionism alive. Fear of not being on top, of looking like you don't have it all together, of making mistakes that will be noticed, of rejection or judgment. Fear that you won't be as good as you were last time, and the list goes on. Five steps to take if you're caught up in a perfectionist spiral. Number one, become conscious or aware that your perfectionism is a problem. You likely created this perfect-looking persona to emotionally survive and perhaps even thrive as a child. No matter what the reason, it became the way you shielded and protected yourself. 
giving it up or tweaking it a bit can lead to even greater fear. But remember that staying the way you are can feel intensely lonely. Here's an example to illustrate the difference. You're holding a pen in your hand gently but firmly. There's little chance that it will fall, but what if you grasp it as hard as you can? You're still holding the pen, but in a way that will only lead to exhaustion. Number two, commit to change at a reasonable pace. Your fear of change can become so significant that you'll put up barriers justifying your frenzied life by saying, it won't get done if I don't do it, or I'm the breadwinner in the family, we can't get along on less money. Or you'll set perfectionistic standards for change and sabotage yourself before you even get started. I'll lose 10 pounds in two weeks, or I'll give up all my responsibilities. Way too much, way too soon. Change needs to be gradual and gentle. Number three, confront the rigid rules that you're still following that no longer truly help. We all learned rules to follow when we were young. You could probably sit down and write them out. Don't chew with your mouth open or always be kind. But are there rules that are keeping your more authentic self from being revealed? I can never show anger or I can't quit until the job's done. Look for rules that are the shoulds and oughts in your life. Number four, connect with emotions long suppressed. Perfectionists don't like to think about messy things and especially avoid feeling messy emotions. You can have trauma and loss in your life that you've never connected with, or in fact, rigidly suppressed. It's hard to do, and you may need a therapist's help to do so. But as Terrence Real once wrote, quote, if you don't feel it, you live it, end quote. This is very true. Ignoring emotions doesn't make them go away. They continue to lurk in the background and do affect your life. And number five, then risk change. The process is all about learning from mistakes and being motivated by successes. I've laughed reading some of my first blog posts. I went through a period when I thought sentence fragments were very cool. One commenter on the Huffington Post called me out on it. This woman can't even make a full sentence. She was right. I was learning and I'll probably look back five years from now and laugh at what I'm doing today. But the learning is worth the risk. And seeing yourself change is where you can find hope. And remember, learning and healing isn't a destination. It's a journey. Pulling out of the perfectionist spiral is a process and one that is particularly difficult precisely because you're a perfectionist. You don't have to be perfect and not being perfect, again, it's a journey. Allow yourself this opportunity to imperfectly practice giving up perfectionism. You just listened to the post titled Five Steps to Overcome the Fear of Giving Up Perfectionism by Dr. Margaret Rutherford of drmargaretrutherford.com. Thank you to Dr. Margaret. Despite the negative review from someone on the internet, she is very qualified. She has been a psychologist in private practice for over 25 years, so she knows what she's talking about. And these tips can actually apply to different areas of life, not just perfectionism necessarily. The steps of becoming aware of the problem, committing to change at a reasonable pace, confronting your rules, connecting with emotions long suppressed, and only then risking change. That sounds like a good recipe to work through many different types of things in life outside of perfectionism. As long as it's not hurting your mental health, I'd suggest trying what made sense for you in this article. 
or really any of the articles that I share here, and then learn from that experience one step at a time. I've said it before, but I can't stress it enough. Those one steps here and there really do add up, even if it's just one step a day, one minute of something good in your life a day, it all adds up and in the future, when you look back, you will see how far you've come. And possibly even right now, if you look back, you'll see it as well. So do look back every now and then and reflect, but keep moving forward. Thank you for listening and being here. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.